From Spam 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 Humbug and the Ultima Codex, this is Bite Sized Virtue. Okay, we're back again. That first episode is a little bit deep, but you know, we'll maybe try and keep this one a little bit lighter. I guess we'll see where it goes though. <clears throat> try and pick this up a little bit. Let's take another one. Actually, this one's another this one's another bit of low-hanging fruit here. After 20 years, thou hast found the slayer of thy best friends. The villain proves to be a man who provides the sole support for a young girl. Dost thou slay him, which I believe is the valorous option, or spare him for the girl, which is I believe the compassion option. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I really don't see how killing someone's father is a valorous thing. Uh, that's that's vengeance, my friend. Well, especially after twenty years, you know, you're 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 both a lot older and, and grayer at that point. Certainly, I'm not the spry young man I was twenty years ago, <laughs> and it's almost like. I mean, and that's not to say that, you know, yes, like losing your best friends, especially to something as heinous as murder, like that is definitely going to scar you. Um, don't think we can be blind to that reality, but, you know, equally to um, finally come upon someone after two decades and you're both significantly older and, uh, you know, to, to just dispatch him forthwith. Um, despite the fact that you know he obviously does have this young person to care for yeah you're right like i mean it's an act of vengeance and to be fair there is a there there is a non-trivial segment of the population who don't see anything wrong with the idea of vengeance per se um you know the eye for an eye thinking definitely still obtains to this day but you know equally it's kind of what this lacks, and it's te- you know it it's almost kind of trite to say so because justice is not actually one of the options in the uh, choices anyways. But what this option fundamentally lacks is justice, because you know even if this is you know even if this person is to be called to account for murder, and there's a perfectly valid you know argument to be made that someone who has committed murder should be called to account for it. Um, That is not a matter for an individual act of retribution. It's a matter for the authorities of the land to evaluate and adjudicate. Yeah. I think the only other thing that would possibly make me hesitate in that situation is what kind of situation is the girl in? Is she being cared for? Is it a proper home? That sort of thing. But of course, uh, I doubt there outside are, the context uh, of the question, social workers in really Britannia. Know. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, it's outside the context of the question that we can't answer. But you know, I mean, you know, it is a valid it is a valid concern that you know, unless you know, because I mean, if we're assuming that this world is even if we're you know if we're especially if we're going to and I mean, granted, like I'm reading something into the question with my remarks about justice, but you know, okay, if we take this on its face that calling this man to justice is just not an option within the world in which this particular question, this particular moral quandary is set, then we can conclude probably that this world or this context, is one that is essentially lawless, right? Um, you know, where essentially, you know, to kind of paraphrase judges, uh, everyone 
does what is right in their own eyes. And if so, non-zero chance, probably significantly high probability, that if you do slay the man, you are also condemning the young girl to a very short life of suffering and some grisly fate of her own. And even if you agree that, you know, this man who murdered your friends should pay for that with his life, there's no basis for, there's no basis on which you can justify that the young girl in his care should also bear the weight of that crime and pay for it with her life, which, if this is, you know, truly the uh, lawless frontier that is perhaps implied by the question, she most likely would if you did, in fact, choose the option for, quote, valor, unquote. And indeed, you could even make the option that it takes a much higher degree of courage to, after 20 years, spare this person, not for his own sake, because that hurt doesn't go away, but for the sake of the uninvolved innocent. Well, that's, the, that's kind of interesting, too, from a biblical, a biblical perspective, because... We, we're talking about mercy here. We're talking right. about mercy. And, and in a sense, you know, when you're talking about what God does for humanity, you're talking about grace. Um, and so that, you know, when, when you think about that, you, you, you think about it from a standpoint of harm that humanity has done to God. And I know that that's, that's sort of a really hard thing for a lot of people to grasp, right? Especially if you have no interest in the Bible and, and are sort of against that thought of listening to that, then then maybe it is kind of something that uh, is not something that's you're going to immediately think of when you think about God. But I, I think about it from the standpoint of there's so much, like when you read through Genesis, you see so much restraint on God's part. And again, some people may may laugh at that thought, but I mean, there are a lot of, you know, God allows himself, as you read through that book, God allows himself to be forgotten by humanity. Um, and he doesn't, uh, immediately retaliate. He doesn't, uh, you know, curse people with some sort of a horrible disease or something like that. Um, yeah, I, I say all this, you know, informed by what you see in the new Testament. And it is this sense of like, I think from God's perspective, he's not just sparing this person for the sake of the girl. He's sparing this person for the sake of the person as well. Um, if he's truly, you know, repentant and that sort of thing. Um, so that kind of brings an interesting, uh, you know, light to it. If you try to try to put yourself in God's shoes, which I know is of course, uh, kind of absurd to a degree, but, um, I mean, that's kind of how, uh, that's kind of how I frame sin. Like, like that's what we're doing when we sin where we hurt God, we're, we're grieving him. Jesus in, uh, Mark three, when uh, you have the man with the withered hand there, and the Pharisees, the Jews are kind of watching him to see if he's going to heal someone on the Sabbath, and he asks basically, like, is it is it right to do good on the Sabbath or evil, you know, to, to help or to hurt? And they keep their mouths shut. And the Bible tells us that he looks around them with anger, being grieved by the hardness of their hearts. Um, and I, I like that. It tells me so much about how God thinks. It's not just I'm angry. It's that I'm angry and I'm hurt. You know, I'm hurt that, that, that this is what you're thinking. This is how things are going. So 
I don't know. I don't know how much that adds to that, but I, I think uh, that is sort of a different layer. You know, could you could you spare? Yeah, I, I think most people would spare this fellow for the sake of the girl. Would you be willing to spare this man for the sake of the man and say that's enough bloodshed? Well, and that's a you know it's interesting you raise that point because so uh, again you know within the Catholic calendar actually last Sunday is and it's a fairly recent solemnity but we celebrate it as something called Divine Mercy Sunday. I believe that was put in place by John Paul II, but don't quote me on that. No, I'm pretty sure it was JP2, actually. Um, and yeah, like the whole, the, and, and anybody out there who is so inclined, I would invite you to go and you know, listen to, um, there's a Catholic priest, Father Mike Schmitz. His homily for Divine Mercy Sunday 2021 is um, just stellar for illustrating the whole idea of mercy. Because the one thing that mercy is, is entirely undeserved. That is really something that I think, you know, we don't underscore enough when we talk about mercy. And it's something that's, you know, distinct from other concepts uh, that sort of, you know, other related concepts around mercy. When we talk about um, compassion or when we talk about um, charity or things like that. Yeah, un- unmerited favor is a definition that I hear tossed around a yeah. lot. And I think it's... Yeah. Pretty, pretty compassion accurate. yeah like when you look at like you know uh you know like compassion and and charity you know to uh to to will the good of the other justice to to seek the good of the other you know to to try and render to each person what is their due there's always in all of those things there's always this sense of obligation but mercy is purely purely gratuitous and uh gratuitous not in the sense of you know well i mean like we use the we kind of use the term gratuitous. You know, when we when we use the term gratuitous now, we're usually talking about like violence in a movie, and we talk about like gratuitous violence as being like wildly in excess to you know the context of the story. And it's kind of you know we we tend to think of something like that again, like within the context of like violence within a movie uh, of a movie or like you know uh, sex scenes in a movie. And when we talk about those being gratuitous, we see that as a kind of cheapening of the 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 story in the movie usually right or you know like it's it it's something that's a little bit more we treat it as something a little bit more base something that sort of you know detracts from value but when i'm when i'm using the word here you know i'm using it in a way in the same way because it's something that is completely unwarranted in context except not in a way that cheapens it but in a way that is actually you know that illustrates hopefully illustrates the incredible value of what mercy is because yeah no nobody deserves mercy you know this man who killed your friends does not deserve your mercy but in your two decade quest for revenge how many people have you killed do you deserve mercy (laughs) it's a fair question and so you know and yeah like i say i mean if you're inclined to to listen to a catholic priest homilize Father Mike Schmitz, 2021, Divine Mercy Sunday. He does an online mass. At least half its length is his homily. I don't think... My, my entire family, we did Holy Thursday, Good Friday, Blessing of the Food on Saturday, and then Easter Sunday. We went to church for all of it. So we were in person at church for all of it. And so we decided this Divine Mercy Sunday to take a... Uh, to, to take a... To, to do mass virtual to do online mass just to let other people in the community um attend 
because right now our, our parish is limited to 15% capacity um, just with the local regulations that are in place. And the community is, you know, I mean, the community is sufficient that the church would, on a normal Sunday, be full. So we go on a fairly regular cadence, but we decided this week we'll take it off. And so we were all just sitting at home listening to Father Mike, uh, tuning in for his online masses. And I don't think any of well, William, my son, three years old, not quite able to comprehend the gravity of what Father Mike was talking about. You know, he wasn't in tears. The rest of us were. <laughs> Five of us just crying. Um, powerful, powerful homily. Powerful, powerful concept. Mercy. And so this one is kind of more, I mean, I suppose you could argue that there would be some valor that would attend, you know, engaging this person in a duel and eventually besting them. You know, it's one thing if you like come upon them by surprise and kill them, that's never really valorous anyways. Um, if they have a chance to defend themselves and you might be the one that comes to harm, there is some courage that definitely goes into that kind of encounter, but a significant, a significantly larger amount of courage, you have to summon significantly more than just your compassion. You have to summon reserves of courage. You probably didn't even understand you had um, in order to, uh, actually choose to spare this person. I'm reminded of a story, actually, of a uh, was a priest in Poland, and um, he was doing some hospital rounds, and he bumped into this nun outside a particular patient's room, and she urged him to go in and talk to the patient. And the patient was initially like very combative, did not want to talk to the priest. Um, but the priest was kind of dogged and he eventually managed to tease out of the man that, you know, the man largely regarded himself as being completely beyond forgiveness, um, because he had been like a railroad switch operator. And some years ago he had gotten just about fall down drunk on duty and through some negligence that resulted from that, um, some crossing arms had not come down and a train had plowed into a family, two parents, three young kids and killed all of them. Um, cause they had been crossing the tracks and, you know, they hadn't seen the arms come down and they thought it's safe. And the train was upon them before they even realized it. Um, and we always think that sounds weird when we hear about it happening, but the funny thing is that trains are very fast. They're, they're faster than they seem. And they're also quieter than they seem. Um, so a lot of people get killed on train tracks because the first indication they have that the train is even approaching them is when it hits them. It's weird, but there it is. And so the man kind of bears this all to the priest, and the priest realizes that the man is talking about his own parents and siblings. He was the youngest of four. He had not been able to accompany them on a family trip for some reason. He'd been left in the care of a uncle or an aunt or something. And he never saw his family again. And here was the man who was the reason why. And all, he said, him, and all he said to him was, I see this is weighing on you. Would you like to go to confession? And would you like me to bring you the Eucharist? And the man went for it. You know, He confessed his sins to the priest, received the blessed sacrament. He died a couple days later. And there's a little bit more to the story. And those of you who are really inclined can uh, look it up. And in particular, uh, look up the nun. Uh, St. Faustina, but that was, you know, that's mercy to be in front of the person who is 
responsible for the most pain you've ever felt in your life. And to be able to be for them, not some avenging thing visiting your own hurt on them, but being the vehicle by which they find peace. Well, of course, you have Jesus on the cross, um, you know, which again, very, very famously, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do, which I don't think was um, salvific per se. I, I think it was just a situation where Jesus is hoping for their betterment in all this. Um, but he's there. He's submitted himself completely in that moment to all the dark powers that wanted to do what they were doing to him. And uh, and yet he's concerned for others. He's still teaching. He's still showing things to the people around him. He's not worried about the people that are making fun of him. Um, I mean, when the Bible clearly records that he could very easily, you know, uh, at his betrayal, he, he says, hey, I could call 12 legions of angels right now and fix this. <laughs> so, so we understand there could have been that great vengeance uh, visited upon humanity right then and there. But uh, but it wasn't, and I, you know of course that's that's the clearest uh, that's the clearest picture that we get. I think I think what you're talking about there too though is um, you know the great mercy that we can have for each other, and uh, yeah it's 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 some deep stuff. If you'd like to check out previous seasons of Bite Sized Virtue, you can do so at spam 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 humbug.com or at the Ultima Codex ultimacodex.com. And if you would like to support Spam 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 Humbug, both this sub-series and the main podcast, you can do so at Patreon, patreon.com slash ultimacodex. We also welcome your support on Facebook, give us a like, or on Twitter, give us a follow, facebook.com slash theultimaseries and twitter.com slash ultimacodex to do either of those. And of course, we welcome your feedback on this and any other episode of Bite Sized Virtue. You can leave comments at spam 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 humbug.com or at ultimacodex.com. Just find the show notes for this particular episode or any other episode and make your thoughts known there. You can also send us an email, ultimacodex at gmail.com. And especially if something we've said today or in any other episode makes you feel inspired, please do send in your thoughts. We would love to read them on air, maybe even make an episode out of them. And of course, you are welcome to join us on the Spam 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 Humbug Discord server. The link will be in the show notes. Thank you again for listening, and until next time, be virtuous. Be virtuous.